Nashville. You're listening to the Nashville Rocks podcast. Your source for independent music in Nashville and the Mid-South. Nashville. Now, your host, Jason Coleman. Hey, 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 rockers. It is Jason Coleman. Once again, you're listening to the Nashville Rocks podcast, and this is episode 14, and my special guest is Madeline Victoria. But first, before we get to her, I want to remind you that you can head on over, uh, follow Nashville Rocks on the Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Nashville Rocks. You can also hit us up on Instagram. It's Nashville Rocks HQ there. We've got a Pinterest account, we have Google Plus, and we also have Twitter. So make sure to connect with us on social. Uh, don't forget to hit the website. I've got a music newsletter that's going to be going out. This is a new thing. And uh, the previous episode, you know, I was talking about changes. This is one of the changes. You, the newsletter is going to be going out on a weekly basis as much as we're having a guest on a weekly basis. But more than anything, I want to say thanks to all the people that have actually subscribed to this podcast. I appreciate your help. I appreciate your dedication. And I appreciate the fact that you love music as much as I do. I love having these artists on here, and I, I believe that they deserve the exposure. So thank you very much. And for those of you guys who are loving the show and for those of you who have subscribed, it, well, hey, if you haven't subscribed, please go click the button on your podcaster of choice, whether it's the iTunes podcaster or it's the you know, uh, tune in or Stitcher or whatever, subscribe to this podcast. If you subscribe to it, the episodes will automatically show up on your device and you'll be guaranteed to get these on a weekly basis right as they are published. So if you do that, that'd be great. Also, please, 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 this is the biggest request I have, and I know I've asked for it before, but I'd really love for you to put two minutes into this. Head on over to iTunes and give us a review. I really would love a review. Now, here's the reason why I love the reviews. It helps the show rank. It's that simple. The more reviews we have for the show, the more easily a person who's searching for a cool music podcast will be able to find us. Right now, really the only way to find me is to type Nashville Rocks in the podcast search area. You're not going to find me any other way. So if you don't know about it, if you haven't heard about it, and you just go searching for a cool independent music podcast, you're not going to find me. So if I can get some reviews going, that scenario will change. And I'd love to hear what you guys think. If you want something different, if you want to hear a specific artist on here, leave me that. You can also send me an email if you have questions or if you have an artist that you think would be great on the show, you can email me at info at NashvilleRocks.com. All right. I think that's all the business I need to take care of. Let's get on to Madeline Victoria. She is a 25-year-old singer-songwriter from Deep South, Texas. She's been performing professionally since the age of 15. She's made a name for herself in the Rio Grande Valley, winning competitions such as the Caesars Palace Shania Twain Sing-Off Contest and opening for names like Easton Corbin. Turnpike Troubadours, Tracy Lawrence, Kevin Fowler, Clay Walker, Josh Thompson, Dustin Lynch, Zach Brown Band, the Charlie Daniels Band, and others. This little lady has a powerful, rich, soulful voice, which brings a new, fresh sound to the country music scene. Her debut hit single and video, He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor, has just been released and is available for purchase on iTunes and will also be available on the Nashville Rocks website. The single shot straight to number one on the New Music Weekly AM-FM country chart. While the video has remained a constant on the uh, YallWire.com Most Watched Videos chart since it's released in November 2015. It's currently, and I just checked this yesterday, so it may have changed since yesterday, but currently at number 11, along with big names like Sugarland. She's also a former beauty queen and Radio Disney Dallas star. Madeline also gives back to her community by volunteering at local motor training events for special needs children, singing to the children at hospitals and rehab centers, and by starting her own annual event called Octave Higher Christmas for Children. She will also be performing during CMA Fest 2016. 
right here in Nashville. We've got a lot of great tracks to share with you tonight from Madeline, and I want you to make sure to stay tuned to the very end because we have another live track. We've also got a giveaway. You're going to be able to download this live Nashville Rock Studios recording straight from the website, totally free of charge, one of Madeline's new songs. Madeline can sing it all, but her true voice and songwriting ability lies within the country music roots. Without any further ado, please welcome Madeline Victoria. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you were able to make time out of your super busy week oh, to yes. come and see us. Yes, I'm glad. I, me too. It's, uh, it's super exciting. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like super busy. Yes. Because Michael sent me your schedule and I was uh, a little freaking out. Like, gosh, mm-hmm. is she going to... I have time to do all of that. Yes, I'm going to have to be running around Nashville all week, so uh, I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, though, but um, I mean, it's really great. (laughs) Why is this week so special? Well, it is CMA Fest. You never know who's going to be in the crowd. Um, I love performing, uh, you know, where there's a chance where someone can, you know, see me and, and, you know, maybe something big happens. But either way, I mean, there's a lot of people that are coming into town uh, for CMA Fest and, you know, gaining more fans and whatnot. And so that's that's always the best. It is. And uh, I was down there a year before last doing some audio for Samsung, who had a stage that year. I don't know if they've got a stage this year or not. Oh, nice. And uh, I noticed there's a lot of free stages. There's a lot of stuff going on outside of the stage areas and all the clubs that are going on. It's some of the hotels. Yes. There is stuff going on all over Nashville. Oh, yeah. I've never been. It's mad. I'll just tell you now. It's madness. (laughs) I'm going to prepare myself. (laughs) Growing up in Nashville, they always had the used. It wasn't CMA Fest. It was fanfare. Oh, yeah. And they had it at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds, mm-hmm. which, you know, you all, it's always been there. But when they started having it downtown Nashville, it blew up. I mean, <laughs> it got so big. They closed so many streets wow. and they have the huge stage on the riverfront. And mm-hmm. then there are secondary stages all over the downtown area. Yes. You are going to love it. <laughs> I'm excited. It kind of reminds me of uh, what we got going down in Texas all the time, different festivals. And I actually never been a part of any of that uh, yet. So I'm glad to, uh, you know, be here in Tennessee and being a part of something over here, like kind of like that, kind of like the South by Southwest going on. Right. And there's, you know, everything going on in Austin and whatnot. Absolutely. And so I'm I'm glad to uh, to be here doing this uh, festival in Tennessee. <laughs> and it, but so as far as festivals, you've done festivals before, just not like a C- as big as a CMA Yes, Fest. exactly is what I mean. Not as big as, yeah. as the Aussie Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, it's it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's talk about that crazy schedule a little bit. I mean, we can retouch on some of the schedule at the end of the episode so everybody okay. knows where to find you. But, um, you know, where does I mean, I'm you're an independent artist. Yes. So you don't have that big record label sending you all over the place, but you do have Michael helping you. Yes. And speaking of which, shout out to Michael Stover. Thanks, bro, for mm-hmm. uh, putting us together. <laughs> yep. Um, so when you play, what kind of stage are you playing on? What kind of venues? Because you're hitting a lot of places while you're here. Yes, I'm excited. Um, I saw my schedule. Um, I'm excited this week to be at the George Jones Museum. That's going to be really fun. Um, I don't know exactly how the, the stage works there. They're going to have something on, on the outside of the museum or they do already have something inside. Uh, got to find that out. I mean, um, I've not even been to the George Jones Museum. Oh, wow. Have you yeah. been? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be first time, uh, a lot of first times for me for Good. this week here Good. in Nashville. I mean, I've been in Nashville a few times already and sitting in with bands and whatnot and songwriting rounds. But right. um, but yeah, going back to my schedule, uh, the George Jones Museum, that's going to be fun. I know uh, there's a B.B. King's Nashville um, with another, uh, it's the WOBA Awards that's going on, okay. uh, Chris Top Program. WOBA. So we're, I'm going to be there doing an interview this week and then also uh, and performing. You, you're nominated. Yes, yes, I am nominated in about four categories, I think. And right. I've had people been voting for me online and... Uh, We'll see. Hopefully I go home with an award. That'd be awesome. Um, and uh, so we'll be performing there as well during the awards this Saturday at BB Kings, Nashville. Awesome. So uh, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, big shots. I've actually performed and sat there, sat in with a, with another uh, band, a friend of mine. Uh, so that's going to be really cool to be playing out there on my own. Um, and it's all going to be acoustic. 
Uh, I couldn't bring my whole band out here. That would have been awesome. But um, also, we're going to be playing at the Commodore on Thursday for a songwriting round. And uh, let's see, there's another, a few places, uh, Plush Nashville, we're going to be out there um, performing as well. And uh, there's also another venue that I cannot remember the name of right now. That's I guess right. we'll go, go to it and we're we going to We can break it down. Yet. And I'm definitely going to have show notes um, okay. for this episode. So whatever I've gotten from Michael, I'll make sure is yes. on there. Um, and I'm going to try to get this episode out as quickly as humanly possible. So it'll be up, um, you know, before you leave town. Hopefully. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited uh, to have you here and you're at CMA Fest and it's, it's a huge thing and there's stuff going on all over the place. Um, but let's, let's cut back to, um, being an independent a little bit. Okay. Because I really like to focus on that because I really think that that's what this podcast specifically is about is the independent, Mm -hmm. the person who doesn't have that record label out there pushing for them and the type of work that an independent has to do versus someone who's got a big sign, you know, bonus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us about what it takes. Yeah. And like I said, I know you've got Michael helping you, but what does it take for someone who's an independent coming out of Texas to get involved in venues around the CMA Fest? I mean, what kind of work is involved? I mean, that's a huge question. Yes. But, I mean, you could hit it from any angle you want. Okay, yeah. I feel like, you know, when you have a... From the beginning, you know, I've been doing this in Texas for a long time, uh, independently. Um, you know, Michael just jumped on board last year, which I'm so thankful for, and I've been so blessed to have him helping us. And But because I already had... Um, worked myself up to a certain point, Michael can use, for example, all my songs that I already had ready, all my uh, my website, my, you know, something that, that looks like maybe I do have some sort of representation, you know, behind that. You have to just figure it all out on your own and uh, have that, um, you know, people when they look at your website or look at your Facebook likes and, okay, how many fans does she have there? Like, you know, these venues and around here in CMA Fest will be looking at that and, and that's say, what okay. They're, that's yeah. what they're looking at these days. Yes. The social proof is the, the, yes. the social platform. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And even when you have a hard copy of your your album you know how does it look is it just does it look homemade does it look like something you did like you know you just want it to represent like you know you are serious about what you do even though you don't have representation and that is what these venues out here in Nashville will see and say okay and then they'll they will take a listen to because sometimes they won't you know sometimes they won't look you up and exactly you know if it's and I've seen this I've seen it happen where uh an A&R person or whoever it might be a publisher Mm -hmm. or somebody We'll get like one of these self-burn CDs with <laughs> with the paper on the inside and yes. all that kind of stuff. It's harder for them to take that seriously, and I think that's where you're coming from. Yes, exactly. And same with with the booking side. You know, I've, I've been booking myself. I still do. I you know Michael has been booking here in Nashville, which is amazing. But back home, I do it all by myself in Texas, and uh, it, that's what they look at too. They want to see. You know, I guess you would say a little bit more professionalism, whatever it is um, that you see yourself, and I, then they I, see it. Yeah, yeah. And and I get that from you, and and what's <laughs> going on here. And I, I try to push that on all of the folks who are just getting into the music yes. business, uh-huh. the youngins coming out of high school or whatever yes. that are, you know, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to be Kenny Chesney or whoever, <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't think they realize. <laughs> yeah. You don't just make it overnight. No. And I think Kenny Chesney would say the same <laughs> yes, thing. Yes, totally. He it, didn't just go, boom, guess who? Here I am, no. you know. Yep, there was true. work involved. A lot of work. I, and I actually know a story from someone who, uh, back home was kind of his competition here when they were starting off in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both living up here and um, they were kind of, I don't want to say the same apartment. I'm not sure, really sure. I don't want to say anything right, wrong. Or right, po- yeah. But I know that for, for one showcase that was going on, it was actually my friend's showcase here in Nashville. And Kenny Chesney was just one of the um, I like guess just a part of it, you know, right, one of the right. opening acts. Yeah. And well, I mean, he, Kenny Chesney outshined my friend. Right. Let's just say that. But anyway, it's just the fact that they were working so hard and for a long time here in Nashville. And right. he had it. <laughs> Kenny Chesney had it, obviously. You got And you got to work hard. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes. it's blood, sweat and tears. Yes, a lot, a lot. And that's what that's what they were doing with all those shows. I can't wait for I. I want to get involved in, um, I mean, I guess you can say me being here in CMA Fest is sort of, you know, my showcase, you know, one of my first showcases here in Nashville, but I want to do, they say you got to do a lot, (laughs) a lot, a lot, a lot. You do. And you know, and I, I've probably mentioned this on every other podcast I've done, but there are phenomenal, phenomenal musicians playing in Nashville for tips. Oh, (laughs) it makes me want to throw up. I know. It literally, you know, these, these folks are just phenomenal. They come here from all over the country 
and you come to Nashville and play for tips. Oh man, <laughs> not in Texas. That's no, for sure. That's no, not going to happen in no. Texas. <laughs> and you know, you, even people who are from Nashville who are, are, are independents and they're doing things, they mm-hmm. want to get booked outside of Nashville so they can make some money. <laughs> it's so sad, but yes. it's very true. Oh, it the, is. It, the pool is just so full of of people that want to make it. Oh, totally. I've you know. Just the first um, time I was in Nashville, you know, we, we hear about Broadway and it's so great. And I'm, I'm you know, going to be there where Patsy Cline used to sing and this and like, you know, everybody. Sure, the history and then is the history so is rich. great. But then yeah. you get there and like you said, and I had no idea until I got here. 50 you know, million people want to play the same <laughs> night you want to play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, uh, you know, I have a friend named uh, Tom Buller out there that plays on Broadway. And uh, he's such a hardworking guy, an amazing, talented singer. And he actually just sang with Vince Gill the other day. But, um, nice. man, just the fact that, you know, playing for those tips, it's just it's hard stuff (laughs) it'll beat you down yeah you know if if you're one of the folks who who lets that kind of thing beat you down Mm -hmm. and you don't have that work ethic you're not going to be in the pool much longer exactly you can't give up you're going to get your towel and get out and dry off yeah (laughs) how you like that analogy folks getting out of the pool (laughs) (laughs) that's good um well let's let's talk a little bit you you know you said you've come to nashville before for um songwriting groups and whatnot Mm -hmm. and co-writing um is co-writing something that you do on a regular basis no it's not actually uh the first time coming to nashville was was the first time you know uh first couple times few times uh who made you do it oh somebody made you do it right (laughs) actually no they didn't make me i kind of want to get a different perspective you know because um i've always heard about of course the this is a songwriting scene here in nashville and uh uh, hooking up with um, you know Michael Stover and getting to meet people and also uh, a woman named uh, Laura Patterson with Star One uh, Records and Entertainment. Uh, she was letting me know about you know some people in her her uh, mat- in her group and mm-hmm. uh, one of them is Nick Nichols and uh, one of his people is Amy uh, Chenowitz and so I had just hooked up with them. Um, I looked up his stuff online and I thought, man, this guy seems awesome and so uh, we hooked up and we got together on Music Row and just started writing and uh, I, I actually brought um, a couple songs from Texas I say brought physically not really right. but you know mentally but um, I brought them uh, not really finished and I already had my ideas of what I wanted on one of them and I needed help like you know with a bridge or something and, and you know they, they helped me with that so much and the glory of the yeah. co-write <laughs> yes right it there. was so great so great so but usually actually me and my brother we write um, he's if I said no usually I don't co-write but if my brother is kind of right my co-writer, and he's yeah. gonna help us today with the live song which yes. you know you guys get to hear here mm-hmm. shortly <laughs> awesome well let's talk about our first song for okay. tonight uh, tonight today whenever you're listening to this podcast <laughs> exactly. if you're listening to it working out on the treadmill or in your car <laughs> wherever you are um, we're gonna talk about breaking my heart again okay Again, is, is that should that be bolded? Yes, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> exactly what it is. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that and how the song itself came about. Okay. Um. Yeah. This uh, this song is your typical heartbreaking song, but the fact that um, you know, tearing your beard. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes exactly. Old good old Hank. <laughs> yeah. Influenced, but um, you know, first of all, the music you can hear it kind of you know the Texas honky tonk. Uh, influence that I, I like, you know, put that in my music and uh, also the words, you know, breaking my heart again, though, it's it's for me, you know, going through a breakup like, yes, your heartbreak, it happens when when you actually break up and it's like, you know, my heart's broken, but then you see them again and then again and your heart's just broken again and again, like you hear the song and it's just just broken over and over again. Right. <laughs> it's just it just keeps going like, you know, when getting run over over and over again. It's just uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Different situations where you're in a bar and he walks in or, you know, I just wanted to keep um, this song came out of my EP and I wanted to keep that same theme and same with my other uh, single that I had, you know, you're in a bar and uh, you know, you see them and it's just like, oh, my heart's breaking again. So, <laughs> right. I got yeah. you. All right. Madeline Victoria breaking my heart again.
Madeline Victoria, and that was breaking my heart again, and again, and again, and again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, you said that was on your EP, right? Yes, that was uh, released in 2014. 2014. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what I was, that's what I was going to ask. How long ago was that EP? Yeah. And you're working on new stuff now, though. Yes, actually, just uh, last week we were in Austin uh, recording a single. Actually, we we recorded two just to see which one I was going to go with and. Uh, right now, it's uh, it's actually right here with you. I said right now, but yeah, yeah it's actually a song called "Right Here with You," and uh, I'm excited to get that song out to everybody. It's um, should be a, should be a good one. Um, that one. Now, is it just a single, or are you doing another EP, or it's just a single for now? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. As you know, independent artists it's need tough. A, it's tough. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, as long as you've got uh, a way to get it out there, that's the big thing. Definitely. Uh, and do, you, do you have the engine in place to get the song out there? I do. And thanks to Michael and uh, MTS management um, on the uh, uh, promotion side and the radio promotion side. Uh, we're working on the, this last single that I did, which, you know, we'll play a little later for everybody. But um, is He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor. That was with the New Music uh, Weekly charts and radio stations across the nation. Nice. And so that was really cool. And uh, we got to number one with that one on New Music Weekly. And then uh, now we're for this next single, we are having new music weekly again and adding the uh all of texas regional radio report charts and that's a lot of radio stations in texas and yeah. people always say you know you're from texas why why haven't you you know done anything in texas and and uh and i have as far as radio goes um it's just it's different like you know it's it's hard to explain to people how how all that goes and in, in the specific promoter and yes i play in shows in texas and stuff but uh i haven't really reached out to I mean, Texas is huge. Like we were talking about earlier, it's, it could be its own country. And uh, so right. we're finally getting all of, all of Texas and actually the region of Oklahoma and Arkansas and uh, New Mexico, uh, the whole region around there, we're going to be reaching out to with this next single. And of course, again, you know, everywhere across the nation with New Music Weekly. So that'll be more and more. Little by little, we're getting more and more stations added. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it, you have a plan. Yes, and that's, that's the plan. That's that's the kicker, folks. You can't just wing it. Mm-hmm. You got to think and and work and you know write whatever the idea is and writing everything down, whether it's all messy, whatever, and and then you break it down from there, and then you end up with you and know, follow the through plan. and definitely follow through. It's one thing to find out you know which uh, magazines to be involved with, which radio stations to be involved mm-hmm. with, but if you don't follow through, it's just a list. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's a it's a formula and steps that you have to put all together (laughs) absolutely absolutely so about the song Mm -hmm. um i noticed that is very traditional styling yes tell me a little bit about um why you love that traditional styling and how 
you feel like that still fits in today's like modern country, Mm -hmm. what I call Southern rock, basically, that's (laughs) going on. Can you tell me how you feel about that? Yeah, I definitely. Well, I grew up um, listening to country music since I was a little girl. It's a funny little story. I I mean, I was born to country music. Uh, My mom's obstetrician. (laughs) Did I say that right? Right. Um, He was being he had country music playing in the operating room. So that's kind of funny. But um, yeah, (laughs) but my dad and my mom's side of the family, uh, you know, country music is real big. I mean, music overall in general, all genres of music. But when we listened to country, it wasn't, it was country. You know, it was, um, for me, 90s baby, uh, George Strait, Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, you know, uh, Patty Loveless, all of that for me. And then, you know, as I get older, I discovered uh, the the more traditional, of course, older uh, generation of country. And I mean, George Jones, Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash is uh, one of my favorites. Um, and so I, I don't know. I mean, I grew up on it. It's what I think, uh, you know, as long as I hear if I hear steel and a fiddle to me, that's country music. And so right. um, I, I want to have that in my music and how I, you if know, there's no steel and fiddle <laughs> then it ain't country. Right. <laughs> Pretty much, Pretty and much. there's not a true story or a, you know a story and words in there that that someone can relate to or feel and whatnot. So right. um, that's just my perspective and my opinion, and uh, I want to keep that in my music, and 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 I do want to have music that I mean I'm not I want to. I mean, we're living in today's time and I know radio, you know, whatever's going on with that. And I still want to reach out to everybody. And, you know, I've, I've had, a, you know, a pretty good amount, amount of people tell me like, you know, you're, you're reaching out to, you know, a lot of people that are traditionalists and a lot of nowadays country music lovers like my music. So I'm like, I'm hoping I, I want to reach out to everybody with right, that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me about the recording of, of that. Now, you said you're it's a single that you're going to promote. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your recording kind of process okay do you do you have a specific studio that you go to do you work with a specific engineer or are you just finding a studio you can afford (laughs) it's a little bit of both it's definitely a balance uh definitely something that i feel like i can my my um let's see uh my creative side can come out with someone who knows what they're doing and someone who's been in the business for a long time so i looked for for someone with a studio like that and then also someone that's you know affordable for for what sure. i'm doing and so i met this uh because it's uh, all on you for now oh yes so the money starts coming in it's <laughs> yes, all on you yes yes so, so speaking of which what's the day job oh uh this is all i do it's all you do that's <laughs> yeah. awesome so you're living with family then yes i am <laughs> yes <laughs> Gotta love it. Yes, they're supporting me always. I was gonna say you've got to have that support, and and that's a huge thing. It's not just about finding someone to help you manage and book gigs. It's about someone to, mm-hmm. to help you when you fall. It's to yes. you know provide you a, a launch pad. Yes, it's oh because this is an emotional roller coaster, and and you know you need you need that support with that, and you know of course financial whatever it is. It's it's and my family's there for that. Right. So yeah. You, it's great. You you can't travel all the country and and go to. CMA Fest in Nashville and all that stuff and worry about your rent and, and you know. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to find. But uh, yeah, I went with, uh, with back to the studio. Uh, I, a long time ago, I met a, I went to a concert, came to the sound check uh, for this uh, Texas country artist named Ke- Kevin Fowler. I don't know if a lot of people out there know him or not listening, but really great guy. And so I, I showed up before I started opening up and for a lot of these artists, I've opened up now for Kevin Fowler about five times probably and nice. had shows with him and, and whatnot. But I went to their sound check, met the drummer. The drummer just so happened to have a studio, uh, got to hear his stuff, got to hear what he does. And <clears throat> we're here now. And uh, this is the second time you know, nice. working with him. I love I love to go back with, uh, his name's Ken Tondre and he's actually touring right now with a band out of Nashville, but he has that studio in, um, in Austin and so he's really great uh, mind as far as uh, creativity and, and talent that he has in helping me with my music and then uh, sound engineer we've had a, a different one this time but I mean they're great and I trust his judgment first and foremost Ken Tondre and what you know we can do to, to record and, and get out there and not to tout anything because I'm not a pro pro but I've got a degree in audio and I've oh, heard nice. a lot in the studio and I've spent countless hours in the studio and your stuff sounds absolutely radio worthy yay absolutely radio <laughs> that's, worthy. that's the goal <laughs> that is the goal yeah and you know I've, i even see it's kind of funny if you kind of look around uh some of the bulletin boards and things and you see uh small record labels that are starting up or small publishers that are starting up and they're looking for they put ads out for radio ready artists yes you know <laughs> which i always kind of get a chuckle out of that yeah. you know because that's what artist development is about. You got to make them radio ready. Yes, exactly. But you're come. You basically come to the table radio ready. So that's that's huge. That's what 
yep. these smaller labels are looking for. Yes, and I hope to you know get someone's attention somewhere during this week. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, ha- have you had anyone from small labels approach you yet, or or even anybody say, man, it would be great? Mm, not necessarily. Um, I mean, I've I've had a few conversations with uh, with a couple of uh, representatives. I wouldn't know if to call them uh, labels or not, but. Uh, there's a few promoters, yeah, publishers. Yes, yeah. yes, and I mean Michael and his his team management team. I mean they've been they've been uh, really great. Not, you know we're He's working. Great. Yes, yeah. yes, and so that's to me it's like the first step of uh, what I need to do in my plan. And you know Absolutely. I feel like everyone's road is different. And um, I'm I'm real man. If someone tells me what to do, and I I mean I can't I can't. Well, I gotta... There are great independent musicians that are out there making a living. Mm-hmm. Um, without being on a major label. So exactly. it's not something that, especially in this day and time with all of the digital music going on mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the thievery going on as well, but that an artist who's independent can make their own way. Yes, and you, I know You don't you, have yeah. to have capital. Oh, yes, definitely. Or, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, the goal, I mean, one day, I mean, hey, my big, my biggest dream is to have my own record label. And I feel like sure. I'm, I'm learning all this on my own. See, and, you don't uh, dream big, too. That's another thing. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, I could never do that. Yeah. But if you don't, if the dream isn't there, then there's no goal. If there's no goal, there's no reason to aspire yes. to it. And it just kind of trickles yes. down. And they're like, oh, I never got signed. I know. No one can be afraid of... of just going out there and getting their that desire that dream like that's the thing you got to just like you said dream big and right. go out and do it why not <laughs> that's right all right and, and you got to hold on for that rocket blast when it happens yes because yes. i've known several folks who are you know sort of in a we'll just say a circle with some stars who are really big right now mm-hmm. and only a few months ago they were not Wow. You know, on tour in a van, and then next thing you know, something snaps, and now they're huge and buses and planes and, you know, the whole deal. And uh, that's a rocket blast at that point. Yes. You got to be ready for it. Definitely. I feel like uh, what I've gone through right now and what I've been through with my family and what I've been through in the music business, and I feel like I'd be pretty steady, you know, (laughs) getting pretty steady on that rocket ride. Yeah, I'm ready for that. And I don't know if that's the best segue in the world or not, but the next song is Hold On. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But we're talking about holding on in a different way. So why don't don't you tell me about the song Hold On we're about to listen to? Yeah, it's holding on to love. You can see it the same way, holding on to the one you love. And, and, you know, uh, I've, 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 it's funny talking about this in front of my family. They're my family's yeah, here, right? right? No, I'm just kidding. They know. I mean, I've only had about. You're couple, 24. Come yeah, on. No. <laughs> well, I'm 25. Actually. She's 25. She's yeah. 25. I got that off off of your your Facebook. Page. Yes, yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I have had about a couple of relationships, serious ones, I guess you can say. Not really serious, serious, whatever you want to call it. But uh, never. I mean, obviously, I'm single right now, so I'm just waiting. I wrote this song kind of in the future, waiting for that that the one, you know, the one I'm going to marry, mm-hmm. the one I'm going to hold on to for my, all my life. So that's uh, exactly why I wrote it. And uh, it's real um, sensual kind of feel of the song. And this one might be a little bit more uh, closer on the lines of modern, uh, not really traditional. I mean, I do have I do have the uh, fiddle and steel in this one for sure. Uh, But uh, ain't no fiddle and steel. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It ain't country. (laughs) But you'll 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 hear it and uh, you'll hear the style and and sound of of what I'm trying to do there. And again, back to the words and hold on and just finding the one, basically.
we are back with Madeline Victoria, and that was Hold On. I dug that one. Yay. <laughs> and that's that's kind of showing diversity, too, because your sound can be that traditional George Jones, yeah. you know, steel and fiddle, and still have the modern uh, rock to it. Yeah. You know? Yes, definitely. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I try to, you know, I, that's my goal. I, like I said, I want to reach uh, all, all fans of, of country, and uh, I hope I can do that in that awesome. music. <laughs> and w- were these two specifically uh, totally written by you, or did I hit on that already? Or um, Actually, no, you have, um, I yes, those two are all, the, the EP that I have out um, that I released, which is on iTunes and stuff, uh, was all written by, by myself. Nice, yeah. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Because when you you know co-writing is is a whole nother experience. What so yes. what about the new one that's coming out? Okay, right. Oh, also, yeah, I wrote that one. Oh, it, nice. It's funny. Um, you know, I'm sure you've heard this many times. Songwriters, it, it could take years to write a song, or it could sure. take five minutes. And actually, my next single was written like literally five to ten minutes. I don't nice. know how that happened, but it just came out. <laughs> I've had that same conversation with many writers, mm-hmm. and they say sometimes it just it just pops out. Mm-hmm. And you can't control when it pops out because it no. might be two o'clock in the morning. Exactly. And, and you're dead asleep and it just pops out. I There's wrote nothing it. nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like beating your head against the wall and you can't finish the stinking yes. song and you continue to beat your head against the wall. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mine was a, a two to three a.m. written five minute song. Nice. <laughs> that one, yeah. the next single that's out, going to be and out. You're, and you're like, hey, well, there's a song. Yep. <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> it's perfect. On to the next, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Cha-ching. And uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, if you've if you've been listening to this uh, podcast for any length of time, I know that I have not been consistent, but that's all changing, folks. And uh, let's ask Madeline. You know, you're you're hardworking. You're you do have a launch pad. You do have a support system. But what kind of advice would you give to other independents who may have not reached kind of like the level that you have at this point? They're mm-hmm. not playing CMA. You know, they're not doing a lot of things that you're doing. There's a couple of rungs on the ladder below you. What kind of advice can you give to those folks? Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, You know, if they're just, even if they're just starting off and they want, you know, starting a band is always the best thing. Um, Also using your, what what you have around you, you know, people, I've lived in deep South Texas for a very long time and people are like, why haven't you just made the move to Nashville? Or why haven't you made the move to Austin or something? And I feel like, well, I have a lot of, uh, Tool, uh, a lot of tools around me, or a lot of things around me that I can use. As far as you know, the radio, sta- the local radio station. That's how I first started off, and then going and visiting them and becoming People friends who with them. You. Exactly, and then using um, you know uh, any festivals in in South Texas going on anything that that you can use around you locally, uh, and then that support will always be there when you start to spread more and more, and the doors will open if you never give up. You know, that's another thing. You know, you start off and using your your sport system at home and what you have locally going on, and it's 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 basically kind of the same thing just on a smaller level uh what's going on here in Nashville what's going on in Austin what's going on in my hometown it's it's sort of the same thing but like I said uh, smaller levels um there's I mean obviously there's concerts back home there's you know big names going so you know be a part of that try to get in that round and ring and then you learn from there and then you're more prepared for the next levels um of your career so doing that um also never giving up like i said uh doors will open when you think that um you know you're right there i love to use the three feet from gold story you know uh a man that went out to cali and he found a little bit of a gold back in the day and went back with all this heavy machinery couldn't find it gave up right when he was three feet from the gold and then another guy that he actually just hired to help him was like, mm, let me, yeah, then he took it. So that's exactly how I feel like uh, we should see this uh, music career and what we're doing and to, to never give up and uh, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Even yesterday I was performing at a Nashville Palace and uh, for this uh, country for a cause benefit. And uh, a, a gentleman came up to me and told me, you know, you know, you're great, whatever this and this and that. And he's like, you just can't give up. I've seen, um, you know, this one artist uh, perform at the, you know, he was on a different level than me. He's He was performing at the Grand Ole Opry about 20 times as an independent artist. Wow. And yeah, I have yet to, you know, get there or even know how to play at the Grand Ole Opry. I, right. That would be amazing. I, it will be amazing because I will get there. But 20 or, you know, more than 20 times. So he finally, you know, got someone to look at him. So that's the thing. Persistence and you can't give up. He played at the Grand Ole Opry more than 20 times yes. and before someone finally said, you know, we'll represent wow. you. And he actually has his uh, single out. It was uh, You Can Buy Me a Boat. Oh, that was him. Yeah, yeah. Chris 
Jansen. Yes, that's Chris Jansen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's, that's actually the story I was telling earlier. Oh, there yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic, though. I mean, it, it just shows that, you know, you've got to have the support system and you cannot give up. Yes, yes. I mean, that was... That was one of my favorite songs of all of last year. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was jamming. For many guys, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all want a boat at some point or another. Yeah, Yeah. we're we're big on fishing, and my brother is, uh, yeah, he's waiting for the day for we can get get the boat. I I tag along. I love to fish. In deep (laughs) south Texas, we like to freshwater, freshwater fish out there. So Catch any I mean, freshwater, my bad. I am so sorry. Saltwater, but we do. But we do. He he loves to catch gar and whatnot, and... uh, but yeah, saltwater redfish. I just had a brain oh, fart. Nice. But yeah, redfish out there and in, in nice. my South Padre Island. So oh, cool, cool. Anyway. <laughs> in the Gulf. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay. Well, that's cool. So uh, we do have a treat for everybody who's who's hung in with us. Um, we're we're into the podcast pretty far at this point, uh, but we have uh, a live live little ditty going on here in just a second why don't you tell us about the song that that we're going to record in the nashville rock studios yay yes <laughs> um exciting <My> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well it's um the single that i had out uh it went to number one on new music weekly it was chosen chosen by the uh academia is that am i saying yes. that right um for the best country song of april and uh, that was really cool um and so i want to play for y'all i wrote this song about I used to say five years ago, yeah, it's still five years going on. Six years ago, started off writing it, and uh, somewhere in the middle, oh, somewhere in the middle, finished it. Um, and um, it's a song about he. It, it's called "He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor," and basically, it's it, it could be literally, you know, that you know, we can go dancing on a Friday night, getting ready, and then there's a guy there that just, you know, you fall in love with on the dance floor, and then it's like, oh, nothing else, or you know, like why didn't he ask for my number, or just right. a lot of girls, you just know, dance, yeah, just, just dance, dance, and he was, you know, sweet talk or whatever or it could be a totally different level of you know um kind of a relationship and you know he only wants one thing from you or he calls you for only you know whatever one thing or however anybody wants to see it i've had so many people tell me their version of my song and the way i wrote it and you know so it's it's funny um but uh i hope everyone else uh you know out there hearing it for the first time likes it and yeah i'm excited to play it (laughs) good good that's awesome well let's uh let's let's get to it we're gonna have a live track for you. This is uh, Madeline Victoria, and he only loves me on the dance floor.
that's Madeline Victoria, folks. And uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh. I, I, you got a busy week and you took time out for me. That's awesome. I appreciate yes. it. Oh, no. Thank you for having me. It's it's always great to do stuff like this. <laughs> awesome. 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 Thanks so much for being here. And also, you guys remember this song that you just heard is going to be available for a free download on the site. So if you look in the show notes, you'll notice there's a link there that says, get this free song this free acoustic Nashville Rock Studios song by Madeline Victoria, and you can download that free right here on the site. So uh, take advantage of that. We'd love for you to hear her music and pass it on to your friends. Well, let's talk about where to find Madeline Victoria. Okay, yeah. Uh, my website, uh, MadelineVictoriaMusic.com. Y- y'all can hear um, my music on there, the music video from this last single is still on there. Uh, my schedule where I'll be in Texas, of course, um, updating my schedule for this week tonight, which I need to, I need to do that just so it's on my actual website and people can right. see, see where that is. Um, it'll pop up up there. There's also the social media links that everybody can get to on off of my website, which is uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, you know, all that social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and also my music people can get off of uh, iTunes, of course. I'd really appreciate um, a download from there or from Amazon, you know, whatever um, internet retail store that people like. And then, nice. but if, you know, they prefer to stream, uh, I'm on Spotify as well. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, tell us, tell us about the future uh, of Madeline Victoria. I know you got a big week uh, this week uh, with the CMA, but tell us about your, what's your, what's your, like your short-term goals and, and, and that kind of thing going yes, on. Yes, definitely. So yeah, this is going to be a great week and you know, whatever I gain from it, whether it's, you know, no one, no one from representation getting me or just, you know, reaching out and meeting new people and getting people on my, on my fan base. That's, uh, those are all just, uh, really great goals that, that I, you know, really want to reach. And, um, you know, with this next single, it's going to be going out to more and more radio stations than the last time. So that's, you know, another goal in itself. And, uh, that's, you know, the, the prayers and the, and the faith will be to go to number one in Texas in the region. And then again on new music weekly. And from there, you know, I'm hoping for more and more shows to book. Uh, you know, once more and more people hear me on the radio, I have that, the substance of that behind me. Uh, like I said, I, I book myself, uh, for right now. And, you know, the future looks like, you know, another, maybe a booking agent coming on board. Uh, we're working on that as well. Uh, keeping, you know, working with Michael Stover cause I, I love working with him and, um, what he's doing and his, his job in my, in my big picture is, is, is really awesome. Uh, you know, the more and more shows I get and the more and more radio time, that's, that's, you know, that's exposure, the dream. Exposure, exposure, exposure. Exactly. It's kind of like real estate, you know, location, <laughs> location, location for an artist that's exposure. Yes, exactly. So that's all, you know, what I want, you know, people say, well, is, is, you know, you're signing with a, with a record label or a record deal. Is that your goal? Or are you, you know, to be a superstar or something? But it's, it's funny. I don't like to say that. I like to say my goal is just to travel and play all over the world and to have my music all over the world. Right. I mean, if that's, you know, like, you know, reaching out to people and awesome. that's just another way of saying it, I guess. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, do you have any last words you want to get to your audience or to our audience here with Nashville Rocks? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, just thank you for listening. And uh, I appreciate y'all uh, with all the support that y'all are, you know, new, you know, fans fans and friends and then uh you know of course my fan base already now just want to thank them so much for always always supporting thank my family thank you to uh, michael stover and mts management and uh thank you for having me awesome awesome (laughs) all right folks that's madeline victoria make sure to go and check her out in all of the online spaces don't forget to uh hit the nashville rocks facebook page and uh, don't forget to head over to iTunes and drop a review for us. We really appreciate it. And it helps us, you know, rank up in, uh, in iTunes so more people can hear the show. Thank you very much, Madeline. And hopefully we get to have you back next time you're up in Nashville. Yes. And uh, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for your download or your stream. We appreciate it very, very much. We'll see you next time on the next Nashville Rocks podcast. Goodbye and God bless. Yeah.